This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strictly Anonymous, me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe. If you could write a review, write a review. If you want to be on the show, this is the call and invite show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. A lot of people call in to talk about their secret lives or their naughty lives while remaining totally anonymous. I change everybody's voices on the show. Uh, some people call in because they want my unprofessional advice. If you fall into any of those categories, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com and click uh, or go to my website. No, you can't go to my website because my hosting service, highspeedweb.net, is fucking corrupt at a scam business and you can't even get on there to do anything anymore so I'm switching hosting sites so that'll be up and running again so just if you want to be on the show or if you want to talk to me but you don't want to air the episode I also have been doing that with people there's a fee for that so email me for information on it and I'll give you that send me an email strictly now podcast at gmail.com today I have a girl named Peggy not Peggy <laughs> she likes pegging her name is not Peggy her name is April and she calls in to talk all about how she's really into pegging her guy. Now, we we get the whole story of how her and her guy got into pegging. It's a very slow, it was a very slow process. It's not like she put on a strap on and just fucked him in the ass. Um, and when you hear about the catalyst that got them into, actually, for got her into going out and buying the strap on and then fucking him in the ass, you won't believe it. It really sort of came out of nowhere for me, too. I was super shocked. Uh, but that's what she explains, how they got into it, how they slowly worked their way into it, what was the catalyst to get them to really actually do it, and then uh, what happened afterwards and what's been going on. There's cheating involved in this story. There's pegging involved in the story, and the way cheating and pegging are connected in the story is super interesting and will take you by surprise. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with April. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to 
just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show. Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, April. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. So you wrote into the show saying that, and you didn't give me a lot of info, which I prefer, right? I always say that that's how I like it. Um, but you had said yeah. that uh, you were really into pegging your man. Like, I think you just wanted to cop to it, right? Like, it's not only that you're doing it, you actually probably, right, really love it. And maybe that's a surprise to you. I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely enjoy it. And I've never... Um, talked about it before um i mean not even really with him it's weird how it even happened but this would be my first time actually discussing it in detail right now is he the first guy that you pegged yes okay so give me a little backstory on you how old are you i'm 30 you're 30 okay and how long you been with your guy it's been three years three years okay so how so how did the whole if you had never pegged before right yeah how did the whole pegging thing come up like is it something that you knew you wanted to do and you liked it did your guy bring it up no absolutely not I had no idea I knew I would like it he did not ask for it he did not set it up um what happened was we would um have sex and it 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 started off very slowly, very gradually. Um, I would start by, we would have regular sex. I would start by like giving him a massage and I would have him lay on his stomach. Um, I would massage him like from his feet, working the way, working my way up. And he has a really nice body. He has nice ass. Uh So I noticed, I noticed that when I would massage my way up, whenever I would get, like beside his ass or, you know, like his inner thigh, he would just squirm all over the place. I could tell that he really liked, because I didn't used to, and I just don't normally touch him there. Uh But I'm not going to lie, we have sex. I do smoke a lot because it makes the sex really good. So I guess it would be a little bit more. uh, Yeah. Okay. Uh I guess it just makes me a little bit more uninhibited and just kind of, less judgy because I'm just way more open. So I noticed that whenever I would get to that part of his body, he would just squirm so much. And I can tell that my touch would be like super turning him on. And then I would just kind of, I wouldn't just like stick a finger in there and nothing like that. I would just slowly massage it. And then I would like kind of straddle him as I was massaging his back. And I noticed that whenever I would straddle him, like put my my private parts on his ass. He he just he loved it. Mm-hmm. He never actually said, you know, I really like when you do this. But I could tell that his reaction was just like through the roof. And like he would flip me over, we would have great sex, and it's like every time we got together when we could have like you know full on sex without having quickies, I would try to. Just test him to see how far I could go and to see how far he could let me go. 
And then um, one day, it, 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 it gradually progressed from progressed from me massaging him to straddling him while massaging him to me kind of like humping him, no underwear. Um, his like his ass. Right. While you're and sitting on he, naked, he, he's naked, and you're, like, grinding him into yes. his ass. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he never stopped me. He really, he seemed like he enjoyed it, and he seemed like he liked it. He never would stop me. And as I was just kind of seeing how far he would let me go, I really started liking it because it feels really good <laughs> um, as far as just the humping part. Right. Um, and then that lasted for a while, like, maybe like even a few months that we would just kind of be in this phase where um, we kind of hump each other. Almost like in a role reversal type of thing. Right. Like he, how can I say this? Like it was weird. Like he would get on top of me and kind of like hump me like he was riding me. And then I would in some kind of way, you know, get behind him and I'm thrusting behind him, you know, like, I'm fucking him, and it just it, it we did that for so for a few months, and you know while I was doing it, you know in between the time you know when we're not having sex, I would always think about it because it was I guess it was just something about being in a different position because I'm I'm a female so I'm always getting fucked, so it was it felt different to be behind him or having this different feeling of him on top of me, you know, like he was riding me. So I would always think about it. So one day I just asked, well, one night I just asked. And I said, can I fuck you? And then he said, I knew he was going to ask me that. And I was like, well, and I was really nervous about asking him because, you know, this is not something that you just ask somebody, even if you're together. Yeah, especially guys, because men can be so homophobic, right? I mean, so many guys are so anti any kind of anal play because they're so petrified it means that they're fucking gay when they don't realize, like, they would probably love it, right? It's very, there's a lot of nerve endings in there and it feels fucking good, right? But they're so paranoid that I was going to say in the beginning when you were saying, like, you didn't talk about it and you just did it, that was probably a good thing because maybe if you did, he would have got, like, closed off to it, right? Because he would be what you were thinking whatever so what did he say when you said that well he said um he was like i knew you were gonna ask me that and i was like well um and he said well he was like no he was like maybe when i get a little older so excuse me so this is a little background i'm older than him he's a little younger than me we're about four years apart okay um and at the time, I think this was maybe even last year when we talked about this. I maybe because I we've kind of been experimenting, experimenting with this for about a year now. Um, next year will be like two years or so. So he was like, "Well, maybe when I get a little older." So I didn't press the issue because I kind of felt like it was very, very taboo, and I just felt like it was very me in his part, even though he was he's my boyfriend, I just felt like me asking him to fuck is a bit much. You totally. Know? No, that it's was like, smart to back off. It, it, yeah, so I just, because if it were me, and it was a guy asking me, and he you know, had sex with me, and I, and I said no, I would not want him because he was asking me. So I, I backed off, I did bring it up, I didn't talk about it, but I did ask again and he said no again 
And so I backed off again, but I did tell him, I was like, I think you like it. Um, <laughs> and which I, which I said, I think you would like it. Yeah, of course. Um, and so I backed off again, but the crazy way how it actually happened, how it actually happened is kind of fucked up. Well, let me ask you a so, question before you tell me exactly how it happened. Had be okay, okay, so you're at the point where you're asking me to keep saying no. You're like grinding him. Have you ever put anything in his ass, like a finger or anything, or no? It was just you had just gone as far as the grinding each other kind of thing. A, a finger, yeah. He was the first guy that I've ever inserted a finger. In, oh, you did put the, the finger. First in. Guy. Yeah. Okay. And he was the first guy that I've actually like you know, like ate his ass, like licked his ass, like he did like ass stuff. It was the very first time. Right. So, and he liked the finger. He allowed you to put it in. He was cool with it. Yep. Okay. He liked it. Okay, good. Okay. So how did it wind up happening that you were able to peg him? Because first of all, I'm thinking like you don't have something just laying around, right? Like you'd have to go buy nope. it. <laughs> no. So, right. Okay. It's fucked up how it happened. So, he was on a work trip. He was out of town. And I found out that while he was out of town, he was out of town for like two weeks. I found out when he was out of town, he had been like calling girls on, I guess what you may call a back page or something similar to that. Yeah. And like, and like trying to pay for sex. And he, Ooh, we were I didn't following see this coming. Other, so. Yeah, that's why I said it's fucked up how it happened. And he, he, he had me very, 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 very pissed off, very mad, um, because we have great sex and we have sex all the time. So I just kind of feel like it's no reason for him to, to need to go someplace else. Done that. Can yeah, I ask you a question? Like bring, Wait, um, can I yeah. ask you a quick question? How did you find out? Yeah. We have T-Mobile. Oh gosh, so that we share the same phone bill. T-Mobile and is fine. Everybody has, he, so many people have T-Mobile anyway. So you have T-Mobile. <laughs> yeah, we have T-Mobile. And his job that he went out of town for, he worked third shift. So he, and he doesn't have like a set time that he gets off. He just gets off whenever the work is over. So when he was out of town and I never fully knew what time he was getting off. I just knew that he was acting kind of weird. He was like, he was enjoying himself. It was work, but he was still going out on the weekends. They gave him like a per diem, so I knew he had money. He had, you know, gotten paid while he was down there. And something just kind of told me, um, just kind of see what his activity has been like. So mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't have done that, honestly, because, I mean, it, it, it really is like an invasion of privacy. But I started noticing that the state that he was in, it was a lot of phone numbers with that same area code. And so I you're looking at the bill because you, you get the same bill, right? Okay. That's how it works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I took one of the phone numbers and I literally Googled it and the girl's profile from like, I guess what she, (laughs) right. Her escort profile. Right. Yeah. It popped up. How dumb is this guy though? How dumb is this guy? If, I mean, he obviously knows you get the bill. He's making all, but that just goes to show you that when you're horny in those moments, you're just, it's, you're like a drunk person blackout. You just do stuff that is that just is so, so, so dumb, right? Because, you know, that he wouldn't so do that clear headed. He was doing it when he had a fucking heart on and he was like so horny and he's like making these calls and, and 
to not because it was it's so irresponsible, right? Of course you're going to find out at some point. You're looking at it the bill. It is so fucking irresponsible. It yeah. was the stupidest shit that he could have ever done, but it definitely opened the door because I, you know, oh he, my when God. he got back. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a, it's fucked up how it happened. When he got back, he was I'm so sorry and. It was a mistake and nothing really happened. I was just calling around for prices and I'm like, that's all bullshit. And I said, um, yeah, he was calling around for prices. I'm serious. That's what he told me. Um, I said, that's bullshit. I said, um, and then he texted me. He was like, I just want to see you. Can I please see you? I was like, the only way you're going to see me is if you give me what I want. And he texted back and he was like, what is that? And I was so nervous. And in my mind at the time, I was like, you know what? If he doesn't text back, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I'm willing to let this go because this was stupid. Um, you know, what he did was stupid. Yeah. And so at the time, I didn't care about um, asking him because honestly, I thought he was going to say no. So he said, well, what can I do? Or well, I said, he said, um, I want to see you. I said, oh, you can see me if you give me what I want. And he was like, what is that? And I text back and I was like, I want to fuck. And then it's just crazy. And he takes back and he said, okay, just don't hurt me. <laughs> and then, and then I cannot believe it. I, I can. He was so... I can. I mean, listen, I'm sure the story progresses and he fucking loves it when it happens. But at that point, he had no choice. He knew like he <laughs> he was like, you know, doing de- major damage control. I, I, I just I, I, I still can't believe that he said yes to this day. I literally dropped everything that I did. I think he I couldn't believe. Them. Listen, if I was talking to him, he'd be like, I couldn't. I can't believe that I fucking cheated on her. She found out and. She told me that the only the only way she'd take me back is if I let her fuck me in the ass. Like, that's like <laughs> I don't think that deal has ever been made in the history of cheating. <laughs> Most of the time, it's like throw the clothes out and get the fuck out. Or the only way I'll take you back is if you go to therapy. The only way I take you back is if you let me look at your phone every day. You're like, the only way I take you back is if I can fuck you in the ass. <laughs> Well, I have been thinking about it for so long. I have envisioned it. I don't think it's bad. I'm just saying I think it's funny because you're sitting here thinking like you couldn't believe that he said yes. And I'm like, he (laughs) couldn't believe that that was like what was on the that was the way he could. That's all he had to do to get you back. (laughs) Well, at the time we weren't living together. So it wasn't like throwing stuff out. Um, I had already, you know, technically we were already broken up and wasn't talking. Right. So at that point, he I, he was desperate. So I was like, well, anyway, I stopped everything I was doing and I went to the nearest um, like sex store mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to get. I've never purchased um, like a harness before. Yeah. I've, I've never, I've only had like, as far as my personal sex toys, I've only had like a rabbit. So I've never actually had like um, a dildo or a vibrator. Right. Uh-huh. Like, you know, just the one that looks like a penis, I guess. Yeah. So I was in there trying to be discreet because I kind of felt weird about my strap because yeah. that means that I'm about to use it. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. got a strap. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just, you know, I got a strap on and I wanted to find something that wasn't too big, but that wasn't too little, that wasn't too skinny, but it wasn't too thick. 
kind of something like that was kind of realistic. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I didn't really know what to do. So I, I found something that was kind of, I felt like it was the size of his piece. Yeah. Um, and I, I bought it and I really didn't know who we were actually going to do this or not. So like that night he came over and I had I had been smoking and he had been drinking, not together, but like yeah. when he came over, he he had been drinking and before he came out, I, I smoked something. And um, we got the talking and stuff and we got to arguing and I was crying because I was still hurt about the whole thing. And, of course. Um, some type of way, well, not some type of way, but you know how it goes. We ended up having sex, like regular sex. And then... I can't remember if he brought it up or if I brought it up, but we we did do it that night. And I remember going into the bathroom. I remember him. I remember him laying on the bed, and I took so long to put it on because I've never done it before. And it's a lot of straps. You gotta put your you gotta put your leg in like the right hold, and you gotta adjust it to your hip. <laughs> then you gotta put the rings on the on the uh, dildo yeah. and make sure it's secure. And then when I actually got it on, I felt weird as the hell. I'm like, it's kind of heavy, yeah. and it's just hanging between my legs. I'm like, am I really about to do this? It was just so many feelings and thoughts in my head. And meanwhile, I left him in the room. He's on the bed, but naked, waiting on me. <laughs> he was like, I was taking a long time, so I was trying to hurry up because I didn't want him to change his mind if we were going to do this. So it's crazy. I went in there, and I have to tell you, it was the best sex I ever had in my whole life. Really? For it you, was too? Like, it's not. Hmm? Now, let me ask you this. When you're wearing that strap on, right, and you're fucking in the ass, is it, does they have something that's like rubbing your clit so you're getting turned on too at the same time? Like that, it's like stimulating no. you or no? Not, not the one that I have, no. Okay. But you're doing it and just turning you on because of what you're doing, right? And then afterwards, I'm. Yeah, right. it was just, yeah, it was just turning me on because of what I was doing. It, it felt really, really like powerful. Yeah. I think it was like the role reversal. It just, um, it felt really, really, really good. And what and about for him? Like full on, I asked him, how was it? And he, he told me it was the best sex he ever had. Now, when we got started in the bedroom, like that first time we did it, it, it was like he was another person. What like. He enjoyed it, but I can tell he was very much open. I think us switching and he didn't have to be, like, aggressive and he didn't have to, like, tell me what to do and not tell me what to do, but he didn't have to be in control. I can tell that he said for him it was relaxing. I guess, like, the getting foot part, I guess, like, the way it feels. Yeah. Um. He said it was relaxing and that he, I mean, he just, I, it didn't feel like I was forcing anything on him. It seemed like at that moment in that time, he was a very much willing participant. And I can tell he enjoyed it because, I mean, we were like rabbits, animals. It was it was crazy. And listen, you can't take a dick in your ass if you're not turned on. Like, I mean, you open the... <laughs> I mean, I've had anal sex, right? So I know that, like, I mean, if yeah. you're not turned on and you're not into it, 
nothing could get in there. It fucking hurts. You're going to say ow a lot. Like, it's like if he allowed he, that to uh, go in and you were fucking him like a rabbit, like he was into it. He was loose. Well, I wouldn't say we initially when we started, you know, I've never inserted it before, you know, so it was, um, it, was it took it was like riding a bike. You know, I was trying to gradually put it in there because I knew how. Oh, I okay. So that first it time, it didn't go in totally. No, it did. No. It didn't. Okay, right, right. But okay. from from what did go in, I thought personally that he took it very well. Yeah. To quote unquote say mm-hmm. it was like his first time. Yeah. So I thought he took it pretty good because, I mean, Consider it, it wasn't the, the it wasn't that small. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, as someone that has done anal sex, like, I mean, you have to do it. And a lot of people don't like it because I feel like they've had the experience where someone just takes a dick and just shoves it in there. And that's just not the way it could go down. You know what I mean? It has to be Uh slowly. I always liked it because I just took control of the situation and held on to their dick and it let them sort of guided it the way it needed to be for me because I knew what it felt like. And that's exactly what I do. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you you like anal sex for yourself. I do. Right. So you know, right? You can't just like put the dick in, right? So you were doing it. Right, right. (laughs) Uh, So you were doing it kind of slowly with him, but it was like hot for you right from the get-go. Yes, it was extremely hot. Mm-hmm. It was. It is. It is definitely something about switching. And I can't say that anyone will feel this way, but for me, it it was a super, super, super turn on. Like it was another feeling that I've never felt before. It, it felt very good. Yeah, and let me ask you this because I think it's interesting to other people out there if they've never sort of thought about it or done it. Like, is this? Did you? Because maybe it's like you have some dom qualities or something, right? But like, did you, would you have known that about yourself before you were like humping him or, it, you know what I mean? Or like, were there any signs of that Absolutely before? Absolutely not. Right. That's what's interesting, Absolutely right? Absolutely not. That- it's, it's never, ever crossed my mind. I've never had those feelings before. Mm-hmm. If someone would have told me in 2019, I'd enjoy fucking my boyfriend, I'd be like, you are crazy. Right, or taking but control I, or being the dominant I person. I love it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's such a great, powerful feeling. Like, I, I mean, and, and after that first time, we did do it again, maybe about three or four more times, which honestly for me wasn't enough. Yeah. Because I, it was like too far in between. Yeah, so, you really like it. And I mean, I was. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I can't fuck him every day, and I can't fuck him every week. So, I mean, I understand that part, but it, it I can see why men, and I don't have a real penis, I just have, you know, my trap. I can see why men like to fuck. I, I understand the feeling, not just what it feels like sexually, but like yeah, mentally. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's very powerful. It's very dominant to have somebody like give themselves to you and then you can make them feel good and then you feel good. It, it's, um, I don't know. It's, it's a, 
it's a different feeling. Yeah, that is interesting that, you know, you like, you know, for any, I've never done what you've done, right? So I've never sort of been able to have that experience, right? It's interesting that you could see something, you see a man's point of view when you do it, right? Or you get the sense that you're oh, yeah. experiencing that, right? I and can that is interesting. See it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big, big energy is real. <laughs> I don't want to have a big, but when I put it on, and like one night I put it on, and I had like a little, um, like a, it's not a nightmare. It was like a, it was like a, I guess you can say like a, kind of like a sexy sleepwear or something. Yeah. Not really lingerie, but it was kind of like sleepwear. Yeah. And I put it on and um, I was like, you know, it was kind of like poking through. Yeah. And it when I looked in the mirror and as weird as it sounds, it looked so sexy. And I was like, this is crazy. I was like, this is crazy. Um, but, like, I can really see why men feel like they need to use that between their legs. And now all those decisions, that those bad decisions that they make, because they'll do anything for some sex. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> they will. They'll do anything for sex. But them actually, I think it's all the chase and, like, the game. Because it was kind of like I chased him for a little while, and I kept asking, and he kept saying no. And then when I finally got it, it felt so good. I was so happy. Oh, and interesting. And I, I want to uh-huh. do it again. Uh-huh. And I want to do it again. And, you know, I want to do it again. Yeah. And so. Did you ever get to put it while, totally though. in and, like, really fuck him in the ass? No, I haven't. No? You and haven't been able to get that far? all those times that we did. Yeah. Even all those times that we did it after that, I still have not gotten it. Honestly, because sometimes he makes me feel a little uncomfortable, so I don't like to bring it up that much. I'm like asking him again, like every now and again, um, he may mention mention something about it. But I don't I can't tell if he was doing it for me or if he was doing it because um He really likes it. Yeah, I can't tell. And I don't like to push the issue because I don't want to feel like, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm just trying to have sex with him all the time. If you all would like to. And you don't want him to feel like you're like obsessed with fucking him in the ass, even though you kind of are. (laughs) And he, you know, and he, you know, he says, you know, I don't want to just feel like this this freak and I just want to have this sex all the time, this type of sex all the time and. And I, I don't know. I just haven't gotten fully comfortable with going all the way in and like, you know, really, really just full on. Because every time I do it, I would like, in my mind, ideally, I would love to get it in all the way, and yeah. I would love to have the type of sex where I could actually be in like full control and like full dominance, you know, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and just. You know, fuck me how he fucks me. Yeah. That's what I was really like. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, does he, do you stop because, like, you get the sense that he wants to stop? Like, have you not done that because you're, like, you know, you don't want to push the issue? Like, how come that hasn't happened yet? I think it hasn't happened because it's not that I think he wants me to stop. It's that I think... He doesn't express himself that he enjoys it like that. Right, right, right. Have you ever Have asked him? Have told me that? 
Um, I've never fully asked him if he liked it. I would ask him if he enjoyed, like, what we did yeah. per se. Like, how did it feel? And he would say that it feels good. But I don't think he wants to admit to yeah. me that he likes it, to be honest. Like, he's, he's a young guy. Yeah. He's, he's black. Mm-hmm. And he, I, I just don't think that he wants to fully admit to me that he likes it because I think he knows that if he says that, then I may try, you know, we may end up doing it more often. I don't know. He also, I, I, I just know, think it's a loaded, I, but I think it's a loaded kind of thing for someone to take on because I think with men, especially yeah. they, they then to think, does this mean that I'm bisexual? Does this mean that I'm gay? Do I want a real dick yeah. in my ass? Like, I just yeah. think it comes with a lot of like to really come to terms and say like, oh, I really like that. Some people, a lot of guys, I think would be afraid of what that means. Like what, you know, and uh, listen, it doesn't, have to mean anything it could just mean that you like a dick in your ass but it doesn't mean that you want a guy to be doing it you know he knows it's attached to you but I think that some men would think would be afraid of sort of admitting that to themselves you know what I mean yeah and that's another thing I think it is I think he doesn't want to admit it to me or himself For sure. and I mean and honestly listening to I listen to your podcast yeah all the time yeah and I listen to these men because there's a few women that call in, but it's mostly men. Yeah. And when I listen to the men, they it kind of starts off, you know, with finger or pegging. Yeah. And eventually, sometimes they do want something a little bit more realistic, like a real man. Yeah. And I could understand why they would want that, especially, you know, seeing that a man has been using his penis all his life. And I've only been using my go for a year or so they have more experience it probably will feel better yeah but i don't want him i don't want him fucking nobody but me right. i don't want him to think about thinking about getting real big right so you're because maybe a little I nervous wanna... too about like if he likes it too much or like because if like if he really admitted to you let me ask you this like if he you say, you know, two weeks from now, you really fuck with this and he like loves it. And then he's like really into it. Would you get nervous that he would want the real thing? I think like right now in like the present sense, no, I don't think I would be nervous in presently. But I think if this is something that we continue to do, like the longer we stay together, I do feel like his conscience i feel like he i feel like he think about you know just listen to the show and like some of these men are so sneaky oh my god can you believe the stuff that they do when their wives walk out of the door i cannot oh my god so sneaky i know but let's just talk about your guy your guy is not that smart so don't worry you'll find (laughs) out That is true. Yeah, is he's so sloppy, very, very which is good. is good. Let me ask you, how long ago did this all go down? Like the start of the, and also the cheating, like, because it all happened sort of at the same time, right? So how long ago was that? Yep. I want to say that this probably started maybe a, a, a good year and a half ago, because all of this year, um, with no, with no new experiences. It was just, you know, continuing. So I'm thinking last year was our first year experimenting with it. But when did you catch him cheating? So like a year and a half ago? Yeah. When we first, that first time, that, that year and a half ago, that was when. 
That was it all when. happened like around the same time. Uh huh. Now let me just ask you because I, I mean, to me, it seems like you've gotten past the cheating and you were I mean you didn't really harp on it as much I mean some people would just call in just to talk about that right because that would be like a really devastating thing and they couldn't get past that maybe still a year later yeah. right because it is a big sort of uh you know it's a big mind it's a total mind fuck right it the rug is like pulled from underneath you all of a sudden you this person is like maybe some you think there's somebody else right but so how did exactly. you do you trust him like was it hard to build the trust were you able to sort of work through it quickly like how did you pro, how did you get past it honestly no i don't i don't trust him you to don't? be honest um i don't i I feel like it's one of those situations where the thing about him is he's, he's, he's charming and he's fun. He likes to do things. I really do feel like not only does he love me, but I, I do definitely feel like he likes me as well. Uh-huh. Um, we, we do have fun together. Um, he's a fun guy. He's attractive. He treats me well. He's not mean. You know, he he's not stingy. He buys me things. Um, you know, he he. We are good together when it's good, but I do feel like he has temptations that you know, given an opportunity, I don't know. He may take it. He may not. Yeah, he's a young guy. You're you said you're thirty, right? So he's like twenty six. Yeah. You know, to think yeah. that you know. And you too, to think when you do the marriage math that I always talk about, right? If like you guys live to your seven yeah. you guys are together to think that, you know, you're no matter how good the sex is, that he will never want to be with somebody else, right? Or experience that. And yeah. the same with you is not so likely. And and that's not, not there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I think it's more natural to have some sort of curiosity for other things, for other people, right? At some point. Yeah. I mean, I guess for me, I guess for me, it's like a big pride issue because I feel like we have great sex. I feel like we get along, you know, good. You know, I'm always down to fuck, to be fucked or fuck. Like I'm, I'm down. So it's just like it is like a slap in the face when you want to go fuck somebody else. else. Like right, but I think a guy. Why? Right, but I think if a guy and listen, I'm a I'm a woman like you, right? And if this happened to me, I would be thinking exactly like you, right? But because I'm not in this situation, I could be a little bit more rational about it and say, like, I think yeah. if a guy was on this conversation with us and the guys that are listening would say that it's not about you. It's just about variety, right? Men need a little bit more yeah. variety. So it's just a new pussy. Like it's not about you're not good or you're not enough. It's that you're you and they have you and it's great, but maybe they just want, it's like apples and oranges, right? He's not getting another mm -hmm. orange. If you're an orange, he's getting an apple. It's like what he's getting from that other person is nothing to do with you. Listen, I think there's all different types of cheating, right? Uh, you know, and, yeah. and, but there are, there are guys who cheat just because they need that variety and they want that. Maybe they, you know, cause he's super young. He hasn't experienced a lot of different women. I don't know. Um, so that's sometimes what it's about. It's not, but I get that you feel that way. It doesn't take away from how you feel and it doesn't mean that you shouldn't feel that way. You know, um, it's just that 
the reality is he's a super young guy. You already caught him cheating. He might need be the type of man that needs that variety and he might it might not be so easy to be monogamous. Have you caught him cheating since? I mean, are you considering you don't trust him, do you go <laughs> rifling through his phone and like snooping around every day? <laughs> Actually, yes, I did just recently call him. You did catch him cheating again? Yeah. How did and you find course, out? See, I told you, he's, a, he's sloppy. How did you find out? Well, this time I didn't even go looking. I didn't go I didn't go looking on purpose. Right. Like, he was using my um, computer one day. <laughs> and <laughs> he was using my computer one day. And he left his email. Um sign in and I saw that there was a cash app request from a female and it wasn't um, anybody that I knew he knew mm -hmm. and so I, I went on Facebook and I like I looked her name up and I'm like yeah he's trying to he's definitely trying to support her she looks like you know somebody that was, this was about six or something so I asked him about it and at first he lied and then he was like, well, I'm going to tell the truth. He was like, I met her with a friend and nothing happened, but blah, blah, blah. They exchanged numbers and they exchanged cash app. And so I'm like, why does she need your cash app information if you just met her and it's nothing? That means that you're giving her money. That means that if you're giving her money, then she's giving you something in return. Or it was just an exchange of money for whatever the case was. Or, yeah. you know, I, I just don't know what it is, but... You know, he has. You know, he he has he has you know money to play with. He has money to spare. So it wouldn't be of a surprise to me if he met someone and you know paid them for sex. Obviously, that's, that's what he's into all. because both times you've caught him, it's been with like yeah. you know pay for girls, right? Like I mean, it's not like he's yeah. hooking up. You're not finding him like text messaging nudie selfies with his co-worker uh -uh. this is all like no. pay for sex hooker shit and i just and it's like and i asked him straight up because i feel like i'm a realist yeah i try to have a real conversation with you i try to have a like i can understand a lot of things i don't like people lying to me and i don't like you know i don't like people lying to me first of all and i just feel like I asked him, I said, are you, are you, fucking, are you, for, like, are you looking for something in particular? I said, do you have some kind of fetish? I'm like, what are you, what, are, what, what is the purpose of this? I said, are you just having regular sex? I'm like, is, are they giving you something special? Like, I just don't understand. What's he say? And he was like, no. He said, no. He said, it's just regular sex. And I'm just like, so Yeah, and that could be true. It's just, it's just because it's not, it's a variety. It's somebody else. It, and it doesn't mean anything. I just, it's hard. I, I know. It's hard. It, this is why I think, I mean, it's hard to accept that kind of stuff. I feel like if like, you know, a hundred years from now, if open relationships were like, we learned about them from the get go, you know, we would be less likely to feel the way that you feel, right? Like we can't help but feel that way, yeah. right? But I've always been like, oh, yeah. I believe in, I wish it wasn't that way, that it wasn't put on us at a very young age that, oh, there's this whole thing uh, uh, called monogamy and it exists and that's what we have to hold our men to as a standard. And when it doesn't happen, it's like the worst thing, right? And we can't help but feel yeah. that way because that's what is all over society. It's, it's shoved into our brains even when we don't even realize it, right? So you get that way, but yeah. the... 
to be really realistic is like with your guy especially, okay, we know he needs variety. What do you like what do you do with that, right? Like you can decide that you could have an open relation because I know the whole thing like when you're like he's like the lying is the worst part of it but he probably will continue to lie to you right and then so then what's gonna <laughs> happen right do you want to lose your I'm guy be mad all over you. yeah what well I'm not gonna lie recently very very recently I just talked to him about this like after I found out about you know this particular girl and I said look I said if you I said if I said, we need to break up. I don't want to do this because I don't trust you. Yeah. And he said that he, he he doesn't want me to leave and he loves me and, you know, and he wants to be with me. And I was like, well, if that's the case, then we're going to have to have an open relationship. And he was like, like, that was the craziest thing that I could ever say. And I said, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, like, I'm serious. I was like, because why? you get to have all the fun I was like it's things that I want to do it's people that I turn down out of out of respect for the relationship I just don't think that's fair how in my mind everything is all good but then you're looking to fuck other people from time to time like I just don't think that's fair and if that's what it's going to be like then I want to I want in on this Mm-hmm. If and you what don't it, want to break up with me. Right. And what did he say? No way. That's crazy. He's not, he's not down for that. No. Of course not. not. Of he course says not. That, he says that he's never going to do it again. You, he so will. He open relationship. Yeah, he will. He can't help it, obviously. He, that's something that he likes. He obviously likes variety. It. I believe him that he loves you. I know it's so hard to understand and it doesn't mean that it, it doesn't make it less hurtful to you, right? But if maybe you could, because when you put that open relationship uh, in a conversation the way you had it with him, it's like sort of like spiteful. You're going to fuck someone else. I'm going to fuck someone else, yeah. right? Like <laughs> that's not the way successful open relationships start, right? If you want to yeah, be. I can be very spiteful. So well, that's. Listen, we all can. Anyone would want to be fucking spiteful if somebody completely lied to them and went and fucked somebody else behind their back. Okay, like I get it. That's human nature. I'm not asking you to be not human, right? But it, in in order to move past it and maybe be the because you're a realist, right? Like you could say, okay, my yeah. guy likes variety. Do you really need variety? Like forget, take the spitefulness out of it. Like is your guy enough or do you feel a, an intense desire to be with somebody else yourself? I honestly feel like my guy is enough. I love him. I don't want to be with somebody else. I don't want to have sex with somebody else. The only reason why I brought it up is because of what he did. So if right, I did that's what I'm saying. Up, right. Yeah, so let me ask you this. I'll be out of sight. I know, but let me ask you this. So could it be that you opened it up where he could be with other people, but you wouldn't? You you wouldn't do that yourself. I mean, I know for me, because I'm going to just tell you this straight up. For me, I have learned through doing my podcast that I think I would, I have that thing that people have where they would be turned on by their partner being with somebody else, right? And like, to me, my Uh next relationship, I would keep it open that way. But for me, as a person, even when I was with my booty call guys that I just fucked for like years, like I don't have the desire to be with 
a lot of different guys. I like to have one partner and that's all that I, that, and I'm okay for, with that. I mean, I've never been with someone for 10 years, so maybe after 10 years I'd want more. But like, it's very easy for me to be with one person, but I wouldn't mind for my guy to be with other people. Like, it would be something that would turn me on, right? So I don't, it, so it would be the way I would present it in a relationship is like, listen, you could be with other people, bring that back home, we could have that open. But I wouldn't because that's not what I'm into, right? But I would, I would be into that for him. So, like, could that work for you or no way? I'm going to say no. Right. Okay, so maybe, you know, I'm you guys will break no, up two years from now when you can't take it anymore. And, and, and very well, I mean, because he just won't. I would rather have him be open and honest with me. He's not going to be open and honest with you as long as he... The only way... Listen, what you want him to be open and honest about is the fact that he's not ever going to be with anybody else. He tells you that and then he goes and does something. The truth is he has a thing for like hookers like he's he wants other women sometimes you know that's who he is he's shown you that you've caught him twice imagine how many other times there has been right so what you want is for him to tell you the truth the truth would be that he wants to fuck a hooker ever now and then but he doesn't want you with anybody else that doesn't work for you right so he can't tell you the truth but he wants to be with you so he's gonna lie that's what happens all the fucking time because him being with that hooker doesn't take away from the fact that he loves you and he wants, he doesn't want to lose you. Like all those things exist at the same time, which I know is hard to wrap your head around, right? Because you're like, if you love me, you wouldn't be with somebody else. But those two <laughs> things don't have to be connected in his brain. Do you know what I mean? I know that they're connected in your brain, in every woman's brain. I totally get that. I've had people cheat on me and it's been the worst fucking thing, right? I get it. But yeah. in his brain, they're probably separate things. And he would never be honest with you because he knows it hurts you. He knows you don't want it. And he knows that you're going to go fuck somebody else's revenge to revenge it, you know, and that's going to bother him. So he's not going to tell you, but he'll probably do it again. But, you know, you could and he could work himself out of it. I don't know. You know, I don't want to take this hot podcast about pegging people are probably like oh Kathy why did you turn it into this fucking cheating thing but I just found it interesting because the cheating was just sort of mentioned and I was like curious because I know for me when I caught somebody cheating like I turned into a crazy psychopath snooper like I could never trust them again you know I think it's really hard yeah. to rebuild that trust and it can be slightly maddening you know, to be with somebody that you don't trust and always feel like they're lying to you and you're not getting the truth. And I just think, you know, that could, and I was just wondering where you were at with that. That's why we went down this path, you know. I think you, just like you didn't know that you were into like fucking him in the ass and all that stuff, you know, you you don't, I don't know, like maybe you would be the type of person that was turned on by him being you don't really know I know you don't like it now because it's been done to you out of your control without you knowing you know in a very sneaky way and that you could never think oh I'm turned on by that but you know you don't you I don't know you you never know but I don't think you could go to like you're it's a it's off the table, like an open relationship the way that it is. So you'll just have to go back to, I don't know, learning how to trust them. I know you have a newborn baby because you told me that and I could cut this out if you want me to. But like is I'm assuming he's the father of your (laughs) child, right? 
Exactly. He is. Right. So I can so, leave this in, right? I so, mean, that doesn't get, give you away. So he's the father of your baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I found out afterwards. So that's what kind of just, that's what kind of, not kind of, but that's what hurts me the most about it is because, you know, I was pregnant when it happened. We were living together. And in my mind, I really thought everything was all good. And then, you know, after I had the baby, um, cause I didn't really have like warning sicknesses, all that stuff while I was pregnant, but like my mind, I was like really mean, always irritable. I mean, I was just, just not the happiest person. So after I had the baby, I felt so much better. I felt like myself again. Cause my sex drive was all the way down yeah. when I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. We, we were not having sex like that. Right. So, you know, after I had the baby, I felt much better. My sex drive went up. And, you know, I was feeling good. So to know that this was going on behind my back, you know, while I was pregnant, while we were living together, it, it crushes me. Even it's though terrible, he said yeah. that nothing happened or it was one time and all this shit. But I just don't believe it. And I just feel like it's consequences. There should be consequences for what you did. So it's like you can't expect me not to hurt, not to feel any type of way, not to want to do something about this. You know, you just want me to forgive you and dust it under the rug. No. So what have you, what did, I mean, the first time you offered him anal sex, right? What did you say this time? I mean, are you guys (laughs) together still since you found out? Did you, did you, like, what were his consequences? Well, technically, in my mind, we're not together. He probably thinks that we're just... <laughs> right. Because I guess I didn't officially... I told him that I just feel like we need a break, even though we're living together right now. It's not much of a break. But, um, I mean, the only thing that I suggested this time was like the open relationship because I just felt like it's not fair for you to have a right. And meanwhile, I still have this thing that I want to do. I still you know, I'm interested in fucking. And at this point, it's not even necessarily like I'll fuck just you. I don't I don't know if I would ever find another guy that would be interested Oh in, yes you, know, you would. Fucking, you know? Come on, haven't you heard my podcast? They're all out they're all out there. <laughs> I, if I, I gave your email address out you'd be getting to a hundred emails <laughs> <laughs> from guys that probably, you know, would never admit it to anybody else, but secretly they would. You'd be able to find somebody. But listen, I don't think revenge fucking is the answer to getting past it. You have to figure out how to get uh, past all this lying and betrayal that's been in your... I watch The Real Housewives of like every place and Real Housewives of Atlanta has a girl on it who literally went through like... You know what I'm talking about? Like what? It must be so devastating for you to watch because it's sad to see her story, right? But it must really trigger you because it's very similar, right? She was pregnant and then her guy found out and she was doing it when she was pregnant and that just adds a whole other Uh layer, layer, right? Of betrayal and stuff. So it makes me feel so helpless because if it can happen to her, it can happen to anybody. It happened to me. And it's almost like there's no escaping it. No matter who you're with, no matter what your situation is, you know, you are, it's almost like you're 100% liable to get treated on. Right. And that's why I think, you know, I do my podcast just because like, I always had a lot of guy friends and like, I was still devastated when people cheated on me and still like, what the fuck? But like, you know, I always knew because of my guy friends, they'd be super honest with me, like how much 
Mm-hmm. Most of them were to listen, and there are monogamous guys out there, a hundred percent. And I know this from having guy friends. You know, I would say like maybe twenty, eighty, like eighty percent of guys, like you know, maybe are, are not capable of cheating, are not capable of being monogamous, and twenty percent are. But there are completely monogamous men out there that can absolutely just be with you and that's the way that it goes and then there's a lot of guys that that's not the fucking story you know it's you know and that's why I do my show though to show you a lot of times you're listening to a guy talking without a girl around without his woman around and Mm -hmm. he's really telling the truth and you really could hear a lot of those cheating episodes that the guy completely loves his girl completely is inter and it has nothing to do with it you know and sometimes that's a lot of times that's the case do you you know so is it is the betrayal as much as the guy who's like having a secret affair and texting 24 7 a woman in his office or you know going you know there's a difference I think that there's a difference and a lot of guy, you know and but we all sort of as a woman it's hard to see that difference I get it I get your you know, point of view. And I understand that just a lot of guys find it hard to be with just one woman and they like the variety. And when you're pairing up with a guy in their twenties or, you know, you're less likely to find a guy that doesn't want that variety, though there are guys out there that exist. So maybe if that's really what you're looking for and that's super important to you, eventually you'll have to meet somebody else, but you want to just keep that relationship with this guy you know, as civil as possible because he's the father of your baby and your baby's super young and you just, you know, so I think you need communication between you two and trying to work on all the distrust and everything uh, while yeah. is important. But you will be able to, listen, if say things went south with him, you could find mm-hmm. another guy that lets you fuck him in the ass for sure. I think <laughs> it's very common. You might have to go slow, but you, yeah, you could find it. Absolutely. Because it's something that you really like. It's something that I really like. And I don't know if it's just a phase. And I'm just trying to work through the phase. But I can't work through the phase because I need someone else. I need him to be a willing participant. Yeah. So just, I, I don't know. But I mean, I... You I'm, should, I'm, like, I'm hate fuck him. It. Like, haven't you hate fucked him yet? Like, maybe get out your aggression exactly. that way. Well, I think... <laughs> The first time that we introduced it, it was kind of like a hate book. Yeah, and I sure. think that was what was so hot about it. Yeah, because... that kind of sex is hot. Like revenge, fucking <laughs> even each other. You know what I mean? Like, I totally get that. Maybe you just need to get your anger out that way by really like torturing his ass. And Honestly, I think that's what happened the first time. It was like some hate book sex, and it was so good. Yeah, maybe you need a little bit more of that with him. You know, but you also need to fix that trust between, you know, with him and, you know, figure it out. I think even if you were able to have a successful open relationship, it would be years from now because you still have to fig- you have to f- mend what has already broken, which is that trust that's gone out the window. But I think that you yeah. should, you know, continue pegging him and let let it out because th- that's those are your needs and you have them. And I, I not that I think it's a phase, but I think because you haven't been able to fully experience it as much as you want like I think if you were able if you were fucking him in the ass all the time and you would work through it where it wouldn't be something that you were always thinking about right you'd think about it less because you had it but it's still like sort of like the carrot dangling in front of you because it's not like you fully experienced it yet 
and really been able to live it out. So it's going to be very strong. Whereas I feel like if he really allowed you to do it and you did it a lot more, not that you would never be into it, but maybe there'd be less of a pull because you'd have your fill, right? And it would be something you didn't need all the time, but you you liked it, right? That's what would probably happen if you were able to do it. So I say go peg the shit out of him. Until you could, you know, <laughs> while you're working through the not trusting this guy, you know, because what else are you going to do? I don't know. Cause I, I mean, I, I want to do it, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. You want to do what? Really fuck him in the ass. You have to what? You have to start having a conversations. Maybe it's just have a conversation with him about it. When was the last time you pegged him or even had sex with him regularly since you caught him cheating? The last time... The last time, the last time I paid him, I was maybe about four or five months pregnant. So I couldn't really, um, <laughs> it was this year. I couldn't really, yeah. you know, do what, do what I wanted to do. So I was trying to be careful, you know. Yeah. And, um, but, I mean, we did do it. And, like, even that night, I knew he was into it because he was, you know, moaning. But it was, like, very sexually, not like a not like I was hurting him. I just said he was enjoying himself. Yeah. And like he was even like pushing back on me, you know, like, uh, you know, like pushing back, like meeting, meeting my thrust basically. Yeah. And so I, I think he definitely enjoys it. That was the last time we did it. And then like the last time we did it, um, we we're having anal sex right now because, you know, I just had a baby. Yeah. But that was, that was, uh, like two nights ago. So you have you're you're fooling around with them. Yeah, you got to break out that you know, you got to get in the dominant position and let out a little bit of your aggression and your anger and get back into it because I I think you could get this guy to go all the way. Use it like you did I the first too. time. Be like, if you want to, you know, be out of the doghouse, <laughs> you're gonna let me have my fill. I'm gonna fuck you in the ass like really hard. You know, like. You know, use it like you used it the last time. You you told him like that was the way he could get out of it, right? How long ago did and you catch him cheating agreed. recently? How long ago? Um, this was like three weeks ago. So three weeks ago, yeah, it's still fresh. You could use it as a as a ploy to get you know, what you want. Use it like you did the last time. Tell him that that's what you want, and and uh, you'll get past it. <laughs> that's what you need to do. You know. I'm going to try it. I'm going to mention it. You can always say yes or no. Exactly. And you said, like you said, he's he tells you yes in his body language, right? You pick up on that. He pushes towards you at, instead of away. Uh, you're halfway yeah. there. I mean, he's basically let you fuck him in the ass. So I, I think the only thing that's holding yeah. you back is a little bit of you and a little bit of him, right? I don't think it's just yeah. him saying yeah. no. It's a little bit of you. You have to uh, just go for it. And, you know, use a little bit of your anger, like, fuck you, like, and just think about yourself, like, be a little selfish, you know, in this relationship and just be like, you know, I, I sort of channel that dominant person, maybe put that dick on and <laughs> act like, you know, a selfish dude <laughs> and get what you want and get that and fuck it out. And then, but keep me posted on, you know, if how things work out with him hopefully you guys are pegging and everything's good and eventually time goes by and you could rebuild that trust because that can happen you know 
Or let me know if you yeah. find out again and you kick him to the curb. I don't know. And then you're pegging somebody else. We don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I would like to. I would like to experience pegging with someone else. Somebody that was like absolutely wanting to do it. Right. Well, but I don't think, listen, I just don't think that you or your guy with each other have been able to be completely honest about, you know, you haven't been completely honest about how much you like it. He hasn't been completely honest about how much he likes it. You're kind of both dancing around it, but you've gone very slowly that you, I think you could get to the point with him that he is somebody that really likes it. But I think you're both because we smell this stuff from people like from a mile away like i think you're both feeling each other's you know tiptoeing around the situation like you both know on some level the other person isn't fully committed to really going all the way not just him i think it's a little bit about a little bit of you right so someone has to take the initiative and say let's fucking do this you know and have the balls to like put it out there and I think whoever did it first the other person would be down I think it's going to have to be you <laughs> put it out there like this is what I want to do and I want to do it hardcore like it, we, we need to go all the way and I bet yeah. you anything he'd be down I don't know I'll have to, I'll have to let you know yeah what are you afraid of what are you I don't afraid know. of I don't know. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I'm afraid of because I would really like that. I just. I just don't want to ask. Are you afraid that he wanna, thinks you're weird because you like this yeah, so much? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I but, do, honestly, yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. So, but there's nothing weird about wanting to peg. I mean, you could in that same conversation, you could sort of explain like. You know, listen, I really want to do this. I can't believe that I like this. I can't believe that this is makes me horny. It, I don't it, it doesn't even make sense to me, but it really does. Like you could put it out there like that. And that is the truth, you know, it, it, right? I mean, if you say it like that, yeah, it's, it's the truth. Yeah, let your freak flag fly. I think, you know, he he'd be okay with it. It's not anything that weird. Listen, it makes when I hear you talking, it's like, wow, would I feel that way if I tried that? I never did that in my life. You know, you just don't know. Like you didn't know, right? It just I did not know. Right. And it feels it feels amazing. Right, and you liked it. So it's like and th- listen, there's they make strap-ons because a lot of people like it too. You're not the only one, right? But if you yeah. so you're not weird for liking it. You have to let go of that in you. You've already shown this guy that you like it. You wanting to fuck him hardcore doesn't mean that you're a crazy freak that's obsessed with it. You just want to go all the way because you you guys never have. And like I said, I think it it would level off once you got to do it and get it out of your system. And then it wouldn't be so so much of a pull but like you you need to go there with him and the best time to do it is now because you're in a lot more control of this what he does for you you know because yeah. he's in the doghouse and he wants to make you happy because he just got fucking busted so use that to your advantage and get some good sex out of it while you're you know because you're getting all the bad stuff get the good stuff for yourself exactly <laughs> do you know what I mean you're right you're right yeah. Right. All right. So keep me posted. What do we call you again? What was your name? Oh, April, right? April. April. Okay, April. Keep me posted. Good luck with everything. Let me okay. know when you really Thank get to so fuck him in the ass. Okay. Bye. Bye.
I will. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Before the year is over with. Exactly. All right. Thanks for calling in. It was really interesting to hear. Okay. This. Okay. Bye. Good. All right. Okay. Thanks, bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.